0: Welcome to the Dag Heward-Mills podcast. Dag Heward-Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega-church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dyke Hewitt Mills.
1: James chapter one and um, verse number two. It says, "My brethren." count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations knowing this that the testing the trying of your faith worketh patience alright so every novice will have diverse temptations amen so if you are a novice, you must prepare for this. And then the other point is do not think it is strange when you are experiencing different trials or tests. Because God's will is to test you about all the things that you claim you believe, and the things you claim that you are, and the things you claim that you are doing. All right? What do you think? Now the word diverse is the word poikilos So every novice is going to have poikilos poikilos testings Alright So we want to look at poikilos testings What are the different kinds of tests that you should expect? Okay Are you there? Very good So as we go through all these different types of tests you're going to be well prepared amen to to meet them because you know that they are all different things that are in the bible about the way God deals with his servants amen are you there? okay now um Second Corinthians, the first test, Poikilos test is precious. and we are going through this when we finish the camp, I mean as far as I'm, my section will be completed, all right? Then we carry on with the root camps. So second Corinthians chapter one. Verse number 8 Okay Now For we would not have We would not brethren Have you ignorant of our trouble Which came to us in Asia Amen That we were pressed Out of measure Above strength Okay, in so much that we despaired even of life Amen this is another thing that you have to expect pressure so I'm going to give you about 25 or 30 how many are there 25 or 30 31 I see so far Thirty-five Poikilos testings Now You may have done some tests in your school But the test that God himself has set Cannot be compared to the test that Your lecturers have set for you in your school So these are the exams that God has set For you some of you will pass through some of them many of us will pass through many of them but actually i can tell you something if you decide not to be in the ministry you will not have many of these tests yeah so that is a very good way of avoiding all these tests is to decide not to be in the ministry you see, there are some things that come Because of the stand you've taken Peter and James and John and so on Where, after Jesus had been crucified They were living a quiet life But the Bible says In Acts chapter 2, verse 14 But Peter taking his stand Peter took a stand And he stood up with the eleven and said men and brethren listen to me these people are not drunk and he took a stand with the twelve disciples and that was the beginning shortly after that he went to the temple and he raised up the crippled man that one also became a problem and then they challenged him, they arrested him and in Acts chapter 4 they arrested him again you know they kept warning him and threatening him but he wasn't being threatened before he wasn't being threatened before but he was being threatened after he started preaching you get it? so threats and such things will not come to a non preacher then he further on he was arrested Such things don't happen to people who are living An ordinary good life But as soon as You start to take on the ministry Then you should expect Troubles Okay So how many want to live a trouble free life How many want to be tested Are you sure you want to be tested Huh What do you think So this first test is one of the commonest tests all ministers experience this and will experience this alright and it says for we would not have you ignorant of our trouble amen another version says tribulation which came to us in Asia alright that we were pressed Are you seeing that word, pressed? Pressed, out of measure. Huh? About strength. In so much that we despaired even of life. We are pressed so much that we didn't want to live again. We didn't want to live anymore. We're we're under so much pressure that it says, out of measure. (laughs) Out of measure, like, it's like, I mean, if the thing had been done in a decent way, we could have handled it. But it was beyond the level that we were used to, the measure that we thought. Some of you think you have troubles, but there is a certain pressure out of measure. This measure you know and above strength. When we say above strength, it's even above your strength to the point where we despaired even of our life. That's depression. I didn't want to even be alive. I came and stood myself. We were pressed. Can you survive pressure? Pressure cooker? Huh? I said, Can you survive it? That is it. Can you work under pressure? You see, that's what happens in the medical school. They give you exams under pressure. Within 15 minutes, they can ask you a book like this to answer any question. A book that is like this. Just take it anywhere and just start asking you. Can you work under pressure? Can you be under pressure? Like that, something is pressing you here Something is pushing you here Something is blowing and you are still standing there, you are preaching That's why I said that when I look at myself preaching On a video I don't listen to what I'm saying But I immediately remember The pressures I was under during that particular time because that's what I remember. It's not that I am trying to remember bad things, but I'm saying that it just when I see myself, then that I see myself sweating when I'm preaching, I remember something. It, is. it wasn't easy for me. Above measure. Are you there? Are you listening? Yeah. So many of us have worked for God in the school. But now you are going to work for God with other precious. You see, you are standing here, something is pushing you here. Can I have about four people to be demons? You one, two, three, four, come. You are going to press come you are going to press my shoulder here, push me here. This one to come here. Come to this side. You are pushing me, you hold, like this, push me like this. Don't let me fall down. Over no, push. Me. You are pushing me from the back. You are pushing me forward, and then you are pulling my legs. Okay. But don't do it too hard. Okay. So I'm preaching. All right. So everybody push slowly. You see. So I have to concentrate on my message. No, but your pressure is not much. You get it. So as I'm preaching, I have to go to the next point which is in 2nd corinthians which is in 2nd corinthians because sometimes when you are preaching sometimes when you are preaching your, your mind will go to certain things as they are pushing you because the person that is coming from this blue guy is so much. but let's read verse 11 we, we are delivered from so great a death that i bind this one who is preaching my legs here Jesus name from so great a death God deliver us and we trust that he will yet deliver us. Can you preach like that? Can you preach like that? Are you ready to preach like that? That's how the preaching is most of the time. You may not know. I think but you can see that you can't see all these are visible demons, they are invisible, and that you cannot know because you are a novice. But when you are not doctor, I can sit down with you and tell you about this. The blue one. And then the one which comes from the back. And the one which is from the right side. And then there's, there's one that comes from down. That one will not talk about it. Uh. Or maybe I won't even say it. Yeah. You get it? So that's that's the ministry. That's why you know there's a difference between lay. Th- this is the excitement of ministry. Lay ministry is ringa ringa roses, going around and around and around nicely, coolly. But there's a realm where you see precious. Huh. Have you ever preached when you are, you are under financial pressure? <laughs> I'm not talking about, you see, you are a student. I'm talking about survival of life. I'm talking about the reality of your living existence. Is what is in question. And the reality of the existence of your children is what has come into question now. It's not I mean that I don't have Gary today. Or I don't have a milk. Or I don't have whatever or somebody or I'm broken and I have not my parents have not sent me my no we're talking about real things have come in yeah and be preaching a normal message yeah when Youngicho came to Ghana he was sitting by me and Pastor Oku sang that song God's been good you know how to sing it come sing for me sit down gentlemen God's been good just start singing God's been good to me. Is that is that the song he sang? No God will take care of you. Be not dismayed, whatever
2: be tide. God will take care of you. And under his wings of love abide, God will take care of you. Say it again.
1: Well. will. saw him lifting up his hands, Yungi Cho. And I I saw that he was quite moved. So afterwards, his assistant, the billionaire that he moves with, told told me Dr. Cho was really touched. But I didn't know why. Because you see, you don't know what is holding the leg of the person as he's sitting there. (laughs) You don't know what is holding his leg. Then he told me his son was in prison. The government had put his son in prison. So as he was in Ghana, his son was there. Pressure. One time he spoke about how they sent about 100 accountants to come to investigate him for about 50 days. All of them were there at the same time. So as you are, you are preaching in your holy you are like, like that. you are preaching, you are smiling, and you are saying, It is well, it is well. About a hundred different accountants, auditors, sent by the camp, they came to take every piece of paper and stay in the office. One day, I met a pastor, he told me they were. Investigating them, the government in that country. And he said they finished. I I was talking with him. I was working with him. I was talking with him. He said they finished. He said, but I don't feel free. He said I don't feel free. I still don't feel free. They finished all the investigating. I don't feel free. Hey, what do you think? So, get ready. But that's the excitement of the ministry You look and you realize that Wow I've been under different kinds of pressures But I'm still around Preaching Amen What do you think We would not have you ignorant Of our trouble Which came to us In Asia Amen We were pressed out of measure Above strength in so much that we despaired even of life. Now notice verse 9 he says but we have the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raises the dead. Can you can you work under pressure where you, you sense that you can easily die? huh the sentence of death has been passed on you. I was watching a Bishop Patterson. What am I smelling? This is a smell I don't like. Anyway, I was watching one Bishop Patterson. He used to be the, the um, presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ. It's like the black version of um, Assemblies of God in America, but he's dead now, but he knew he was dying, he knew he was ill, I have his sermons that he, he preached a few weeks before he died, every Sunday, one time I watched him, he said, you know, I thought I wouldn't be around, but I'm around, one day he preached, he preached about Job he said that Job was sick. And the Lord said to Job, Look at your friends. Even though you are sick, and your friends are not sick, they have more problems than you, so pray for them. <laughs> hey! You see, and I realized that you can never have such a revelation. Because the Lord told Job to pray for his friends. And you can never see such a revelation Until you are in such a situation That it's like you are sick And the whole congregation is there Watching you And the Lord said pray for them They rather need the prayers More than you hmm. Wow Can you preach under such a wind A wind that is trying to blow you out of the earth One of our pastors, the doctor he was there when he died I asked him what did he say when he was dying I can't tell you that Amen are you there we are talking about precious, now you see that you are no more a novice Amen number two physical testings Job chapter two, verse seven. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with boils, saw boils, from the sole of his foot unto his crown. <laughs> hey What do you think? Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with boils, sore boils. Are you there? Huh? Not every sickness and every physical condition Huh? Is... natural thing that came from being bitten by a mosquito it was Satan who came a spirit came and smote him so the boils he had they were caused by an evil spirit which was being permitted to inflict that condition to see whether Job served God because of the good life he had Or whether when things were not good He would still serve God But you you, you may not know it But our faith There are sicknesses you may get Because God wants to see How you are going to behave Wow You may not have a baby Because God wants to see (laughs) yeah you didn't think about that disease in fact there is nobody in the Bible who did not have a baby who was caused by the devil all of them were caused by God because I have closed their womb and the Lord has shut their womb (laughs) yeah go read your Bible the Lord because when things are good you are flowing, and when there is a beast, then you are changing. But God changeth not, and He's trying to make you someone who does not change. So, all the, so sometimes you see people laughing at somebody. They say, "Hey, look at that, brother! Oh, God is angry with him. That is why that thing is happening to him." sometimes God is very pleased with you. That is why that bad thing is happening to you. God really likes you. That's why right, he's let that sickness come. Sicknesses are caused by spirit, But they can't. You see, if, if evil spirits could have their way, we would all die next week. They, they need some kind of permission to gain, gain access to you. Papa Egan spoke about how he was praying for a lady with cancer of the lung. And the demon was on him, and he had a vision. He saw her, and he told the demon to get off. And the woman was very lean, just about to die, lost every bit of weight. The demon went off. The cancer resolved something, advanced terminal cancer, stage 3, 4, 5, 6, whatever state there is, dead virtually. he rose up from it. The demon fell to the ground, walked out in the vision. He saw, not in the, not in the, he was laying hands on the people. She The woman was standing in front, but he entered the spirit and saw. The demon I said, come out of the woman. Come, come down. And the demon came and walked out through the middle of the of the church. You know? And so it is possible, not that it is possible. Demons cause physical changes. That's why the man, madman of Gadara, was so strong that nobody could bind him even with chains. physical changes and so physical things that happen in our lives they are not as natural as you may want them to be many of them are spiritual in their origin and their effect are you there? so it is not as we think sometimes you even have to die because you please God God is so happy with you that he decided that you should just die now yeah. Are you there? So physical, precious, physical sicknesses. The next one financial problems. So missionaries who are listening, some of your financial problems, they are testings. You see how you talk. Eh? Look at them. Look at how they are enjoying and look at us, how we are suffering, we don't have food to eat. But shall that's why I say that be sure before you come. It's like when you marry, if you marry and things are not easy, you still flow in it, you stay in it. I mean we, are, we don't have money, but we are in it, we are not going to break. you don't blame me eh? if I had followed i had followed somebody like you like by now I would have been this and now I would have been that. all those are evil spirits gaining access to you. When my wife married me, I had nothing. She also had nothing. When you get married, you marry by faith and you trust God. When you come into the ministry, you come in with faith. And you believe God that it shall be well with me. That is all. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. You believe God that it shall be well with me. Amen. Can I have a better amen? Amen. And while he was yet speaking, Job chapter 1, there came also another and said, The fire of God is falling from heaven, and had burned up the sheep, the servants, and consumed them. And only I am escaped to tell thee. Job chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. And while he was yet speaking, another came and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels, and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped to tell thee so you can have financial the sheep are gone, the camels are gone it's a new stress that you never had before and you see it so if you are not prepared, don't come that's why I'm not lowering the standard to get a lot of you to come and be in full time ministry. no, I'm putting it at where it, it is if you can jump come and let's jump because this is the time that your bones are working well what do you think is it powerful? The next one, grief. Poikilos. It says, don't forget, James 1 2 is a verse Count it all joy when you experience diverse, different kinds. Poikilos, totally different. It's like grief is different from financial, different from pressure, is different from sickness. All they are all different, precious and testings for a man of God. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Is it a very exciting idea? How many are becoming more excited to work for God? As I'm saying the things, you are also saying, eh, we will not go away, We will not go away. That must be your, your mind. Your spirit, as they are saying that they say, hey, we will not go away. We also know what is good. We were not born yesterday. We also know what is good. We are coming. Point your hand at me and say, You cannot drive us away. Point your hand and say, You cannot drive us away from the, from the ministry. <laughs> Point your hand and say, You are trying to scare us, but we cannot be scared. Yes, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's it. I say, Look. I cannot be frightened away, yeah. Yeah. That's it. All these big, big things you are saying, we are not moved by them, Yah! Yeah. But I am also not going to low it. Now there came a great wind from the wilderness, in Job chapter 1 verse 19, and smote the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they are dead and I only am escaped to tell thee and Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped all his children were dead Huh? recently I went to uh, somewhere to preach and I met the singer of the church. One of the singers, or I think a singer. She sings and her husband also sings or plays. I don't know, one of them sings on it in the church. And they came to sing a song. But before the the pastor who was sitting by me. You know, I cannot hear myself. Just give me a little the right. Right, right, right. Very good. Thank you. Great. Are you there? Truth stands. <laughs> Listen. By the time you finish this, even though you may be a novice, you know not have a novice's mind. Yeah. I went to preach somewhere, and then the lady was about to come and preach. Saying, then the pastor whispered to me, oh, this lady had her daughter, her only child. Last week, or last, oh, I don't know how many weeks, they went swimming, or so. Was they swimming? And drowned. Her only little baby. And they came and they sang a song to the Lord. And even before she said, she said, you know, the Lord has encouraged us this and that and that. So, after I spoke to them and I prayed for them to encourage them. And you look at all this and you ask yourself that, hey, is this a reward for singing in the church? Grace, don't be scared. <laughs> is this a reward for singing in the church? My little baby, sweet little girl, dead and gone. And you see, Job got up and worshipped God. And when you see the background of the story, you realize that God loved Job. But he was testing him to see whether he really would still serve him. Remember the scripture, And thou shalt remember all the way with the Lord thy God led thee, to humble thee, and to prove thee, and to know what was in thy heart, whether thou wouldest serve him or no. Deuteronomy 8 verse 2. You should memorize that verse because you will need it in the wilderness. (laughs) Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Remember it. You can take even only that verse home. It's a must know. Yeah. Thou shalt remember all the way with the Lord thy God led thee through the wilderness all these 40 years to humble thee, to prove thee, to know what was in thy heart whether thou wouldst serve him or no. Mercy. Is that a reward for serving God? One pastor, do you remember Dr. Terry Jones? Yeah. He fought for the Lord in Germany. One day, he walked into his bedroom and his wife was sitting there reading a book. And she just Bent over in the bed and had a heart attack and died in the bed. Somebody has fought with us as a missionary. They came there as missionaries. They lived there and they stayed there and they served God together. And she died in the midst of a wild. They believe that the crisis they had in, in the country, and they still have it all the time, is what killed wife. And that's not the end of it. When you remarry, then the people will leave the church. So when you see him, you see, you can see the scars. Spiritual scars. You see that he's not a novice. Oh yeah. And that is why we are attracted to each other. Although I've not had some of the experiences he's had. I've had quite a lot of Different things, (laughs) diverse. They are diverse. So you may have this one. Somebody will have another one. But you see that you are all in, and so you become attracted to men of who you realize this person is not a novice. You begin to become attracted, and you make friends, and you connect. Yeah. You remember uh, what's the name? Don George came to Ghana told us how this missionary in 1962 up there Christmas day he and his child and his son went to pass park a generator to get some electricity because they wanted to say it's 25th of December we want to tell give a present to the people in the north in Boku tell them about Jesus as our presence to them for christmas that is what they said so they went outside and they tried to spark the generator and it caught fire and he got burnt and died a couple of days later this is it a reward and this is a missionary if you when you come back to america to where you were sent from you 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 even wonder the people will be looking at you and say god is angry with this man god is angry God's And if you have not done something bad, why? Why? Is it not true? But you see, that is what tests your faith, and that's why he said he came. It was his friend. He came all the way to Ghana to celebrate and to encourage his friend, so that it's 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 not it's worth it. And when he came to Ghana, he was encouraged as he saw the Ghanaians singing and praising. He said, it's worth it what you do, what they did for God here in this country in 1962. That's how come we are Christians. Are you there? Are you listening? Are you ready for testings? Tell somebody, we won't go away. Amen. Amen. All right. The next one: spiritual testings. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy. Amen. And gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Psalm 51. Hide thy face from my sins. Blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit.
2: Create in me a Oh
1: Full tests, but you see, some of us are going to have one of these. David said, Create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit. He knew that his spirit was wrong. You understand? But sometimes when you do the right thing for a long time, or you do the right thing all the time, one day you may make a mistake and you may sin. And some of us are going to experience sin as a a test. You see, you are sinful. Whether you sin or not, you are sinful. You are beastly. Even if you, you don't know it. And some of us Even need to experience sin. Don't get it wrong. So, when we read the account, they told us to experience sin. So, I'm going to experience sin. I'll be back. No. No, no, no. But you see, when you sin, then comes the test. How will you recover? Many people you see doing well are people who have recovered. They are not perfectos at work. They've recovered from something and you see that they are doing well. Wow. So, sometimes that comes as a test for you. To see how you can recover like David. Because David did well. In fact, sometimes one thing that a person does can discolor everything that he's doing and give you a wrong impression. But you need to see how God sees the person. Because God saw David as a very great person. In the Bible, the Bible speaks about one of the kings it says now in the 18th year of king jeroboam the son of nebat reigned abijam over judah don't bother i'll read it to you three years reigned he in jerusalem and his mother's name was maka the daughter of abishalom and he walked in all the sins of his father which he had done before him and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as the heart of David, his father. This is how God is now God is telling you his opinion about David. Nevertheless, for David's sake, David was now dead. Did the Lord give him a lamp in Jerusalem to set up his son after him to establish Jerusalem? Because listen to this part David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord and turn not aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite (laughs) Kabazoria (laughs) that is this is how God said that David did well save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. This was his mistake. And even in that mistake, there were prophecies. Because through that mistake, many of the prophecies about the Messiah and how he that has eaten bread with me has lifted up his heel against me, all those scriptures were things that happened to David when fell his friend, and his counselor turned against him there were things that David said but they were all prophecies of what would happen to Christ so even through all this God's hand was there and you see all the Psalms that are written they are, they are, David was a prophet and they are the Psalms of someone who repented and came to God and said created me created me a clean heart renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from thy presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold within me thy free spirit wow is that how you will pray when you sin? is that what you will say or you be like Judas and walk out and say, "To hell, I can't, I can't take it." Or you come back and say, "I've sinned, but I still want to serve God." I say, "I know I've made a mistake, but I'm still going to serve God." How you
2: doing? In that day. How would I go if I go away from you, Lord? I'm coming to you, Lord. I'm coming to you, Lord. I'm, you, Lord. I'm not leaving Lord. I'm not changing my mind. Eeeeeee! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The Bible says, the strange woman, the adulterous woman, she eats and she says, I have done nothing wrong. 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 wrong." But David said, renew a right spirit. There is something wrong with me. Help me to change don't cast me away one day I sinned against the Lord felt so sad and I came when I knelt and I felt something telling me get up get up and I said I won't get up I'm not going anywhere I'm coming back to God because I always remember Judas he didn't come back Judas said look too bad I can't take it it's over I don't want to face anything you know that thing I didn't understand it till I met a brother in this church who wanted to commit suicide because he didn't want to live with his wife and instead of doing the right thing he said he's going to kill himself I said you don't kill yourself just do what is right change yesterday I preached a message Peter said, the people asked Peter, what shall we do? He said, change. Repent. he took a car and went and drove into something to try to kill himself. I said, you don't do that. Change. So some of you, you are going to commit fornication. No, I'm not not cursing you. But you see, you are young. So amongst us here, some people will. Some will commit adultery. Some will not survive. But you see, I'm showing you that you see there is there is a person he does well even after that. And say, ah bishop said that uh, there are some people who do well after. So I'm, uh, I'm going to take off my trousers and I'm uh, I'm going to try I'm going to try my luck. I, I shall be one of the people who does well after. You are a damn fool if you do that. Huh? You shouldn't think that way. But I'm saying this. It's just like divorce. Some, You never think you have someone who can divorce. And you'll be surprised that some people here will divorce. You marry and you'll be divorced. You never imagine that you'll be divorced you'd be so surprised wow, I mean how, me, why couldn't it be, then who, number three number four yeah. but when that day comes and you realize that now I'm lying down here like the prodigal son eating with pigs with swine what would you do? You be like David and you say
2: Cast me not away
1: Which means I'm not going. Not going. your presence. I'm not going. I believe I can still be anointed. I can still be anointed. I can still be. That's why I pray for the Holy Spirit. Shimalava ya balobo, Your
2: presence, oh Lord, take not your holy Jesus, Spirit from me. yes, 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 yes. Jesus. The joy and oh, of God. my
1: salvation. I want to be happy again, Lord.
2: And renew a right spirit within
1: me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Right. The next one is social Testings. Social. How many types of poikilos testings do you have? Six. Six. Social. In Acts chapter 2, verse 37. And now when they heard these things, they were pricked in their heart. And they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles... Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words, did he testify and exhort saying save yourselves from this untoward or another version says crooked generation amen you see society right is going to be another test for you whether you can pass the social test of coming out of your society your group, your generation. That's why he said, be saved. That's be saved from your generation. You see, there is a generation of students and you have to be saved from amongst them and saved from them. Because the way the trends are, everybody is going this way. Maybe everybody is going to London. Everybody is going here. Everybody is going to the bank. So, your salvation is not only being saved from your sins, but as Peter was rightly pointing out, be saved from this generation. It's like there's a large mass running this way on the Broadway. Be saved from them and be different from the rest of them. Christ's salvation for me was not just salvation from my sins. But even further than that, I was saved from a generation of medical students. Yeah, I was extracted from them. And even as I was going with among the Christians, I was taken out of them. It's not easy to take yourself out of a group. Did you hear me? I said, it's not easy to take yourself out of a group. Everybody is going this way and you, you, you are taken out of that group alone. And it's like, what are you doing? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It looks so crazy. And as I say that, this test of society, your your generation, your friends, your colleagues, your classmates, your hallmates, your friends, the boys and the girls, their whole group, and the way life is going, the trends. Those who can enter full-time ministry are those who are also saved from that generation or that group. And not everybody can pass that test. Some people, when it gets to that, they realize that, no. I want to be like the others. I want to be one of them. I also want to be important. I also want to have a job at this with a nice ID tag. I also want to go to work at 7 o'clock in, in Barclays Bank. I want to work for Ariba. I also want to work for One Touch." I also want to go to VRA. I want to be part of the community. And I want to be like them. I don't want to be different. Be safe from your generation. Come out. Come out from among them. And I will be your God. That is what the Lord says. Yeah. Look at me. How many half-casts are there? You know any half-casts in any choir? Even amongst all of you here There are some who come to the university But how many do you see Even joining a church But if you go to Osu Osu High Street What do they call Oxford Street You see them in the shops there Go to the swimming pools And go to the clubs The gay clubs The night clubs and at different places. They are there. Rapping girls. Riding motorcycles. Smoking and drinking and taking drugs. They are there. And where did I come from? I was saved from a group. One of, my, one of the people in whose group I was died recently. And I buried him. Oh, I did this speech at his funeral. we were together we played together as children his mother is from Austria my mother is from Switzerland our parents are similar his father is a German. my father is a German. <laughs> it's my generation my classmates my same age we love swimming in the beach because our mothers took us to such places do you understand? It's my, it's my group. That's where I belong. I'm used to eating hamburgers and chips. That's the group I grew up with. I'm not used to Bush Canteen. But God had to extract me. Do you understand what I'm saying? From the society which I belong to. I'm telling you, it's not easy for people in that category, they, they see me as a, a lunatic. That's what I'm used to. Hamburger and chips. And hot dog and chips. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> but God took me out. And I was safe from my society. Yeah. And none of my sisters were saved. They were all look at me like strange. I would come home. My sisters were in love with Michael Jackson. <laughs> Lionel Richie and so on. they all his poster. Because of that, I know Michael Jackson's music quite well. They had all these videos that I I'll just watch what and his poster big ones. In the rooms, like that, I was a stranger now in my house. Yeah, I was being saved from my family and saved from my generation. Today, they are all saved. But that's how I—that's how I came to know Michael Jackson, and even some dances and other dances that they have. I, I used to watch it at home. I didn't have to go far. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. So, tests. Amen. Amen. Then the next one. um, Unreasonable people. Going to be a test. And then the next one after that. Wicked people. Now, if you turn with me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, what am I smelling now? There are different smells in this place, it keeps changing. 2 <laughs> Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians are you there? chapter 3 verse 1 it says finally my brethren pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified as it is with you that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men For all men have not faith. Is that not so? But verse 3, says, But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Amen. Are you there? Verse 4, And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that ye both do and will do the same things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for christ amen now notice that we should be delivered from unreasonable men one of the things that you are going to experience is unreasonable people people who don't see reason Do you understand and that makes life more difficult okay and sometimes you experience unreasonable parents who will not be reasonable you understand with whom you cannot reason when you say unreasonable you cannot discuss you cannot reason and come to a when I say unreasonable you cannot reason thinking and then go through the issue with them and when you meet such a thing you are usually forced into something that you never intended to be in. Yeah. And as you go along, you see that you've come to a place and it's a test. In the ministry, unreasonable people abound. They're everywhere. You come to a place, you see someone, he doesn't think. it doesn't not that it doesn't, doesn't he will not reason, analyze that it's reasonable. What you are saying is reasoning reasonable. You may come your parents may not be prepared to reason. You may you may you may you may have to point them and say, Look, mommy, if I was working here, this is what I would end. If I work here, this is what I'll end. If there's no difference, they still will not see eye to eye with you on that. You may want to marry somebody. And they may say, for no reason, no Do not marry this person You may come up with somebody and You want to marry the person And they will say, not now Two years from now Three years later Four years from now Yeah And you will find out that They are not changing their minds It's fantastic And you discuss with them and you say, Mommy or Daddy, I am burning. say, so what is burning? They cannot reason with that aspect. Do you understand what I'm saying? They, they 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 don't understand what you are talking about. But then it puts some new situation on you, and now to see whether you can do well with that new situation. For instance, if they say do not marry this person. And that is the, also the person that you have. You may be forced not to marry that person. And now you've got a new situation on your hand. Let's see how you are going to perform. Because if your parents really don't want you to marry somebody, I don't see why you should marry the person. Just dump it. There's lots of other options, usually if it's not too late and I tell you whenever you meet an unreasonable person you are going to go straight and then you met an unreasonable person and the person says and you ask, can you please move because there is space here and the person says no You move, then you explain to him that you cannot move your leg to the right or to the left because of something here and something, but you have got space here, so move. He said, no, I will not move. So now you have a new situation. What are you going to do? It's a test. When I wanted to get married, my father was arrested by the government. Just around the time that I wanted to get married. He was arrested and they embarrassed him in this country, put him in a, a Nima police station, filmed him, brought him out, filmed him on on, on TV news, and uh, brought him out. You know, and he was very discouraged and very unhappy, and he went out of the country. So as he was going, I said, "Daddy, I want to marry." <laughs> <laughs> He said, "Mary." <laughs> I said, "When will you come?" I don't know. No idea. Just going. So now here was I. I have been burning for the last four years, and now the fire extinguis- fire service are tired of me. I have been calling them. Every day I call them. Now they are saying we won't come again. What am I going to do? Do you understand? I was in a tight situation. And I had to take some decisions. Because I realized that if I don't take care, I'll do something that I don't want to do. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. So I, I had to take something. So, in the end, by the time I got married, I got married in a way that I wouldn't have gotten married, but I got married. And I got married because I couldn't know. I didn't. I couldn't discuss it because somebody who has been arrested and he feels his life is in danger also does not have any plan. Well, you can't blame the person. Are you there? So, ladies and gentlemen. A time will come; and it will put you into. So uh, it's interesting to watch the different people how they behave. Sometimes you come up to their parents. Your parents say, "I don't want you to work in a church." How do you go about it? There's a way to go about it. Easy. 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 There's a very easy way to go about it. But that's your test. You got to pass the test. You got to pass the test. I'm Saying, eh, "My mother said, if you, those of you who have, have boyfriends, girlfriends sleeping around, and so on, you ask permission." Do you know you know how to do it? You come home with somebody's pants in you. You just keep smiling. You move around. Nobody knows what is happening, and you are just moving around. But now, now when you are going to work for God, you come up. My father said this, but as though you are the most humble, obedient person, always doing what your mommy and your daddy says. Suddenly, you are become, and then it's like pastor has to come and get involved. Uh, Hypocrites. And you want to do things. You do them. And you find a way of doing it. So that your parents will be sitting there. And you see that you are doing it. But when it comes to the work of God. They say. My mother said that I shouldn't. So I want to see if Pastor. You can come and see my mother for me. Your mouth like I should come and see your mother with you. you come anywhere to see. What do you think? our church, we met some unreasonable people in Kolegono. They they couldn't see reason. We are doing something good. No, we don't see. Toilet, this, that, every reason that they brought. They said they don't like flat, uh, they don't like WCs. So we said, okay, we'll change it to whatever. No. We don't want showers. We don't want this. We want all toilets. Okay, we'll change it. We don't want this. We don't want that. They said, we have taken the... When we did the toilet, they said, we want the car park. I said, okay, you can have the car park. No, it's okay. You can have the ABMTC block. I gave it to them. I said, have it. Then I gave them another building. Uh, they didn't want anything. What do not you. So I said, okay, then take the car park. We will park outside. Nothing breaks to... It's a test. It was a test that it, when we finished passing, we were moving to the Kodesh. That we have to pass the test, and then after the test you, you don 't have to be bitter you don 't have to be angry because there's also something that these tests are, so, are working out in you. Are you listening yeah so life when you went the next time you meet some situation either like in relation to the work of God in relation to the ministry, remember that Paul, peter Paul said, pray for us that we should be delivered from unreasonable people. It's part of the experiences of ministry. You beg. I remember when we started the church, young small church I went to see the doctor who was in charge of the auditorium and I said we started a service and he said we should go out. He was a born again Christian. In fact one of the only born again Christians who was a lecturer and, and he was even somehow related to me. So I said, oh, <laughs> I know him. I know him. He's, 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 In a way, he's a relative. He's a family relation. So I'm going to see him myself. So I went one morning. I went to the department, medical school. The one who was in charge of it. And I sat down with somebody who is so close to our family as a young medical student in third year or fourth year. And I beg this born again Christian to allow the new church that we have formed, Lighthouse, which was about two weeks old, to please allow us to continue preaching and having service in the auditorium. He said no. Then it reached a point, because you see I don't easily give up. I told him, sir. Sir. About 40, 41 people have been saved because there were about forty people. About forty people have been born again. I thought it would move him. He said no. He said, Go to the Presbyterian church and other churches in the area and join the youth groups there. I talked and I and I walked out of his air conditioners. I'll never forget walking out of that office he said no it was guiding me somewhere it was a test of my life and my ministry God was using it to bring and I don't have to be bitter against these people so expect what do you think but pray for one particular poikulus that you don't meet an unreasonable husband or wife that particular poikolos I said when you meet a poikolos husband a poikolos wife who says no 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 ah. these other ones I've mentioned they are not so bad it's like when we are going for exams in, in like in pathology or whatever, you, you pray there are certain things they will not ask you. I mean, when they ask you, you know that, Charlie. Mm, this one. No. You are doomed. And when they want to fail you, they will ask, bring something. What is this? And then that's it. Pray you don't meet a poikolos wife or husband I want to go to church no you are you are having an affair with the pastor no i want my wife on sundays i want my wife here sunday afternoon for lunch I want that is my uh, whatever with my family. and we are, we are having Sunday lunch, because in lighthouse, you can't eat lunch on Sundays if you are working. You can't eat lunch in the house. You have to be, you are out the whole day. You cannot see sunshine in your house. Sundays are, we are on the move. It's the Lord's day, the day of the Lord. If you eat lunch in your house on Sunday, you are not one of the workers. You are, you are a, a novice in terms, of, in terms of coming around. It's true. Once you eat lunch in the house, then it means you don't really work. What if you are really involved in the work? Sunday, you can't get home in time for lunch. Or maybe you are a member of Googly Gob International ch- Chapel. Hey! unreasonable, no reason. One day I met a and unreasonable wife. She said she was leaving her husband. I wrapped her. She says still. Hey, I, you see, when I read, when I meet people, you see, I tell you, look, I can bargain almost anywhere. Many times people have asked me whether I'm a Jew Or whether I'm a businessman Or am I a pastor And so on When I'm bargaining for the church So I rarely meet people That I can't bargain through Do you understand? But I've seen some One day I, I went to see a certain beloved She was the beloved of one of my beloved brothers and I went, to, I went to talk to her in fact I took a plane I took a plane I actually flew to a country to, to, to meet her and to talk with her and it was the last decision and I, I, I wrapped the girl I talked to her to change something Hey, I remember we sat in a restaurant just the two of us together yeah, many years ago, I talked. I said, Look, you have to change your mind about this. For our brother's sake, I talk and I talk. Never say die. Never agree. Never yield. Never say yes. Never say no. So I took a plane back to the brother and I went to give him the news. I said, Brother, it's a very difficult case. She will not agree at all. She will not yield. I told him, brother, the case is too bad. You have to leave it. So he left it. And I said, let us think again. We are going to dream again. So we started to dream. And we dreamt of another vision. Because the never say die had to pass. Because foolish and unreasonable, I say foolish and unreasonable is one of the highest levels. One lady, she was leaving her husband, and the son came to beg, "Please don't leave us." And the the son started quoting the scriptures that she has been quoting. She said, no. Yeah. So, one of the things when you are in a relationship, start testing your beloved to see whether there is a poikolos and reasonable somewhere. Say to one, come and see whether she will come. And go and see whether she will go. Because even if today, When you are not married without the familiarity, and you say to one, Come, and she cometh not. (laughs) In the day when you have signed and you are all wearing rings, and you see that now the person's self has come. And a certain poikolos and reasonable. Tell somebody poikolos and reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) The beauty of the person will just vanish. Do this you will not do. Come you will not come say this you will not say nothing and the day comes when you have lost all your charm and the aura of the visitor is gone because you are now a permanent member the aura of the visitor is evaporated (laughs) you see that you have no power It says, pray that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith. Not every man and not every woman has faith in God. When you have faith in God, you will not be unreasonable. When you have faith in God, you say, look, even if I say yes, it doesn't matter. And if I say no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I can flow. Amen. Amen. The next one is, poikolos wicked. there are some people that you are going to meet wicked one day you see wicked. you can meet them in the world but pray that you don't see it in the house one day I went somewhere I saw a certain husband and his wife unfortunately, the stories I'm telling you are all true. And so, I wish I had some stories with other, what do you call it? But these are the stories that I have. And you see, I know most of the young men you cannot, because you are novices, you cannot understand what I'm saying. But their wife was poikolo's wicked. Somebody gave the man money, and when he saw his wife coming, he hit the money quickly because Poikolo's wicked was coming <laughs> and if Poikolo's wicked if Poikolo's wicked gets there and sees the money it will not be easy hey hey are fantastic hey so but all these you see they are all part of your testings sometimes god has ordained it to really take you through so that you really see what you are made out of in fact an elderly person you have to respect the person people have seen things that's why they, their joints don't move that's why they can't do new jumping that you are bringing they cannot jump because they have been beaten. they have had some experiences all of you here in 10 years time what I'm saying, if you are not in the ministry, you don't want to hear it. Ten, just 10 years from now, you, you see that your bones are creaking. It's true. The next one. Afflictions. Therefore, in Second Corinthians, well, it says, therefore I take pleasure in reproaches, Amen. Are you there? For are you there? Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse seven, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations that was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me lest I should be exalted above measure for this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me and he said unto me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore will I glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may dwell upon me rest upon me Verse ten. therefore I take pleasure in infirmities in reproaches in necessities in persecutions in distresses for christ's sake but when i am weak then i'm am strong amen so the first one is in afflictions amen afflictions of your life all right right now where are we verse um 10 okay now the next one is infirmities weaknesses wow you know that we all have some weaknesses? Yeah. That means that there are weaknesses in you and therefore there are things you cannot do. And one of the things in your life is you are going to come to the place where you realize that there are some things you can't do. It's a test. To be humble. And to accept that this person can do it better than me. It was a test for me to stop being the pastor of the Kodesh. Because I like... I also like being a pastor. You understand? But at the point I realized that, look, Bishop Saki is really the one who is thinking about the people. You understand? <laughs> yeah. He's the one who is thinking about it. He cares about the people. He knows their houses. He goes there. He's always going to dedicate somebody's business, somebody's shop, somebody's house. And I don't have time for all those things. You get it? And you begin to realize that, look, I am not doing this thing. I can't do it. That's, that's one of the greatest tests all of us here are going to have. Many of you, there are things you cannot do. I remember when Pastor Co came to work with us. At first, he started out doing this. Then after that, that. And after that. And many of the things, he couldn't do them. Till he came into what he's doing today then we found out that he's the best youth pastor that we have seen apart from um, apart from one or two others he's the only person i know who people buy his tapes to listen to apart from myself and children buy tapes to soak in his messages yeah <laughs> it's wonderful Children buy his message and then children are in other churches and they want to come to him and they speak of him as though he is God. What Pastor Oko says is what they know. You see, but you see and I've never had that with other youth pastors. But when he tried other things, he came straight from school, he asked for idea, he said, Look, this is my dream to serve God. When he finished tech, I think he did national service for three months. <laughs> and then he was with us. I don't know how they arranged it at that time, but as soon as he finished, he came. But I tried him doing marketing. Then I tried him doing something administrative. Oh! But you see, He says, I take pleasure in my infirmity. Then you realize that I am not capable. I thought I was not capable of this, of this, of this, of this, of that, till he found what he was capable of. All of us are like that. You are not capable of this, this, and most of you don't know. Some of you think you've done geodetic engineering, and so what? <laughs> when you come, you see that you, 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 are, you are the use, most useless engineer that can ever be had. It's true. It's true. Yeah. instance many of the people who are trained in architecture and tech i I have very little confidence in them oh it's true i find some of them the most useless as far as construction i'll i have i have some masons if you put those architect i can mention five of them you put them there i'll choose my mason to work Oh, oh no i'm not joking but you will not know what you cannot do I have buildings I can take you there I can show you these architects I have built and they have just wasted our money They have just wasted our money right, see, because building is different from passing an exam in a school Oh yeah Are you there Oh yeah I right, see you 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 and, and I've, I've come to see that those who excel in life and means are those who accept I cannot do this, I cannot do this. This I can do this one. This one I can do it. Those are the those are the highest performers. They are the ones who find that like I'm saying, like, like I'm giving an example that apart from myself and a couple of others, I I Pastor Ko is one of the only people that people buy his tapes to listen to. As pastors. It's wonderful. But until he found it. He himself had to go through the test poikilosis infirmities. <laughs> are you there, or you've gone home? Yes. And as you are sitting here, your poikilosis infirmities are all there. Yes. The day you step into the office, then you realize we have a job in the church called a vicar, vicar's job. When you come, and we put you there, that's where you see that you, you cannot find keys key to a room. <laughs> we have had so many people, it has been the down that job has been the downfall of many people. Many people have tried that job and have fallen. It says when you fall into diverse poiculous temptations. <laughs> but you 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 don't know. So I, I realize, you know, as I go along, I realize some, some of the things that I'm... That's why I'm not learning how to type. Because it is not my gift. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then computers. Even email. Look, one day, I tried to send an email. Now, don't laugh at me. I'm your father, so you don't have to laugh at me.
2: Okay.
1: Look, I tried... About two hours to send a mail. I don't know whether it was the system that was not working, and when it says, and I was not sure whether it, it had. Up to today, I don't know whether it works. <laughs> so I don't try such things. So I know that I'm not a computer uh, specialist. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, what he can do. What do you think? I don't. I don't count money, and I don't carry money. I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. My car. I don't have anything. I just have my phone, should in case I need. I will call you. <laughs> Even if I have to buy granite for two thousand cities, I don't have. Because I don't have it. That's me. You get it? Yeah. I, 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 if somebody say you are bringing money, say so oh, give, give it to them. I, 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 they, they they can count it. <laughs> so that my money will not mix with church money. <laughs> As some of you, money has been mixing with church. You have been eating, eating tithes. You have not learned, you have not learned up to now that you cannot mix the two. You have been eating church money and tithes. So your weaknesses, they, they are there. But when you can, and when you are good at identifying when they bring you a job which involves seven of your weaknesses and your jo- the job has to do with seven of your weaknesses you see and you have learned through a test and too difficult in reality that i am not good at this thing and they bring you the new job has se- involves seven of your main weaknesses you say that look this job eh? I like God, but this job I, mean, I cannot do it. Poecolo's infirmities will not allow me to do it. But you see, you can't know uh, you are once when you are novice. You can't know what even your weaknesses are. You got to start doing it before you even it will come out. Yeah, what do you think? Is it a good idea? Right. Poicolous infirmities. How many do you have? The next one. Uh, Reproaches. God will give you a reproach. Something not nice. You get it? Disgraceful. We see whether you can do well with it. Yeah. How would you do well with something that looks makes you look funny? And that's why you see pastors who are lay pastors. so that they don't take the offerings well. I remember one church, one of our churches I went to. I was there and I said, "When are they taking the offering?" So they've taken it already. So how do you take the offering? So we just pass the basket round quietly, without saying anything. Just quietly. I said, "Oh, here, we don't talk much about money in this country. We don't talk about money." I said, "What do you mean by you don't talk about money much?" Come on, bring the basket. Let me take the offering properly. That's it when I started to hold basket and take offering the, the shame of it i stand there, I'll be calling 10,000, 20,000, my mother will be sitting there and my father told me, he said, I don't want my son to live from collection at first I was shy of it That like is the reproach of the ministry and what I have, even my shirt I'm wearing, even my underpants is from offering of collections that were counted and then I use some to go and buy. Yeah, it's a reproach. But can you take it? And some people are ashamed of that. That's why they, when they get to that test, they don't enter the ministry. They go back and say, no, this thing is something. One brother, he, he entered the ministry. And some people brought him presents, some money. He was not used to such things. Because you are used to working and then you get up. So when they brought him the money, he took the money and counted it. Divided it into three and gave it back to to the people. (laughs) I said, what are you doing? I told him, what are you doing? Then, he was there in the church. Somebody brought him some material or something, a gift. He brought the person, brought the material. Then... When he took out the thing, he said, oh. So he called the person. He, he called the person and said, come. And he took the thing and he gave it back to the person and said, I'm sorry, I cannot receive it. I cannot receive it. Hey! He said, it's like he, he could not even receive a gift. He didn't know how it is done. So I called and I said, brother, that is how it is. <laughs> yeah, that is how it is. You see? you you, you are now nothing people will give you material they will give you milk they will give you tuna last time I came home somebody has given us tuna I said oh, open it let's eat it <laughs> <laughs> open it and let us eat it because that is what God has given us <laughs> it's a reproach it's like it's there's somebody who is not educated or he doesn't have any serious job that just gives bananas, yam. Sometimes when I'm eating yam in the house, my wife would tell me this yam so so and so brought it <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be chewing and say mm, mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, that's how it is. And when it reaches that place, and you realize that you are backing down from that thing, I said, No, that is it. One day my sister brought some clothes. She has a daughter. She brought this the old clothes for my daughter as a gift. I said, Wear it. <laughs> It's, it's, wear it. it. It's not, it's not o- only a new thing that you wear. wear it. <laughs> yeah, it's not only a new thing that you wear. Wear it and let's move on. Uh, it's not only a new thing that you wear. Wear it and let's move on. Yeah, that's how it is. So the brother who gave back the I said, look, if you do that, you will sack the members from the church. Because somebody has given you a gift. And the way you go and give it back to the person, the person will think of what, what is happening. You have to know how to receive. That's how it is. Poeculos reproaches. Tell somebody poeculos reproach. Yeah. You. Then the next one, in necessities. The next one is necessities. That is needs. That you, you need something, but you don't have it. You see. But you see, when you analyze, you realize that even in your life, right, that you need something that you don't have. Is it not true? You see, So that's why it's demonic minds that the devil can get onto your mind. In your de- use, demons can come to give you a demonic mind when you are working for God to to let you feel that everything you don't have is just because you are working for God but if you look at your practical life right now you realize that are you not broke sometimes No, how many are, are broke a lot of the time or most of the time most of the time you are broke yeah more than often you are broke constant brokenness Poikolos' (laughs) brokenness in necessities. And then the, the devil will tell you, yeah, you see now, it is because. It is because. It is because. It is not because. I told my wife many years, not recently, long time, I said that never say anything in the house that we are sacrificing or we are suffering. I say it is a privilege it is a privilege is it not a privilege I mean look at me today as I'm here I've been invited to go and preach Sunday service they fly me business class from here for one day and come back and pay me for coming and put me in the beautiful hotel just to preach. So Sunday, Saturday, I said, I won't preach in the Kodesh again. I said, I come and preach there. It's a pri- I mean, but long before I experienced something like this, I've always said it's a privilege. It's a privilege for me to be in Kolegon or to preach. It's a privilege for us to serve God. It's a privilege for us to be in our classroom. It's always been a privilege. And it will always be a privilege. It's not about sitting on a plane to go somewhere. It's always been a privilege. <laughs> Amen. Whether there is a necessity, whether there is a reproach, whether there is a, an infirmity, it's always a blessing. It's an honor. And that's why, that, that's why Paul there. therefore I take pleasure. Why should you take pleasure in something if it is wholly evil? It's not wholly evil. There's, the evil in it is the difficulty, but the greatness of it is that it's taking you to another level. And it's only when you've passed those poikolos tests that you become qualified for higher assignments. Yeah. That's why the Bible says, the person who is going to be there must not be a novice. So if God has given us that instruction, do you think God himself will take a novice like you and make you an apostle? Oh, he himself is waiting. He himself has told us that when you want to make a deacon into a deacon, you don't take a novice so God himself doesn't take novices that's his own rule he doesn't take novices and put them at very high places you have to have, you have, to have a lot of tests and experiences because he has given that rule and that is why you find out that before people become real prophets and apostles and walk at a certain level of ministry they will pass through so many things at the time they are elevated at a certain point it almost has no meaning to them then uh, they are just having I mean, cool. God told us, don't make a novice a, a, a deacon. Do you think He would take a novice and make just take you there, make you the greatest apostle of Accra, and give you some huge churches? Oh, no, you are going to suffer. You are, don't think it's strange? This is you are destined. That's why I say I'm talking about the future of a novice. It's just tests diverse, some will be easy when you pass say, oh this one was easy some will be so hard some will be short some will be long some will be so long you wonder when will this thing end can this thing not come to an end soon how can I come out of this situation but some will be short and you will be laughing after and say, oh, this thing I know it and so will not be anything we go feed you we have done it before in fact even by being elders and shepherds on campus you have passed some tests but now especially with the elders who are coming out they are about to fall into poikolo's humility (laughs) where they shall discover they are nothing come here Ruth what was your experience when you came from school you were an elder at where give me volume Mike you were an elder of what Uh, uh 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 Hello. Hello. Okay. I
3: was an elder in K N U S T. Yeah, uh, tell them. Uh I know already branch.
1: Shalom. Yeah.
3: Elder. Wow.
1: <laughs> and tell them, so how did you feel when you came or what was your discovery?
3: Um I was very surprised at how unimportant and unnecessary I seem to be. Because on campus, everybody will let you know that you are very important and you are very special. And I mean, they hang on your every word. I mean, what you say is what they do. They give you you give advice that sometimes affects people's lives and they take it so seriously and so on. But... Because you are an elder. Yes. You
1: say something and what
3: Oh people do it.
1: People do it. When you say do and they do. They do (laughs) it.
3: But when I came home I realized that nobody I mean now you are sent, you are told what to do. Your opinion is not asked for and it's not important. You just flow.
1: Isn't amazing? So which poikolos did you experience?
3: I think it was the... Um, maybe the reproaches, yeah. Because I think when I first came, I think the administrator I was working under immediately was very choleric as well. And so, on my first day, I, I was shivering. I mean, I was wondering that, hey, how am I going to survive this one? But with time, the Lord, the Lord
2: helped me. <laughs>
1: Uh, All right, all right, all right, all right It's powerful Okay, have you turned it off? Okay Amen What do you think? (laughs) All right Poikilos or Poikolos, whatever I think Poikolos sounds nicer than Poikilos In necessities. The next one, in persecutions. Persecutions. Hey! Hmm? Why well, you are persecuted for what you believe, people turn against you. One of our pastors, he was going on the mission field And his father Called him And his father said to him What he was doing was wrong Etc And on the day that he was going His father called him and slapped him Slapped him And he said I received a slap (laughs) and I (laughs) and I took my bags and I left to the village he's in a village he's in a village working recently his father came to see him preaching and was so happy with him and then his father said to him because of the line you have chosen you have bypassed so many troubles and persecutions and problems <laughs> of life. Problems of life. You have bypassed them. Because he asked, so daddy, how do you see me now? He said that you have passed so many things that he was amazed. He said his father talked to the church members to be very serious and to follow son. <laughs> after the poikolo slap alright so ladies and gentlemen it's going to be alright with you what have you been through what have you suffered see one day when bishop duncan williams was telling me he said it's not about what you know he said what, is, what, what have you been through And then he he said, "Uh, what have you suffered? What have you suffered? He said, I'm not interested in what people know and what they have and so on. He said, what have you suffered? What have you been through? But you see, that's why I'm saying you must decide now. Decide young and decide forever. Decide now, decide young, decide forever. This is my line. And stay with it to the end. See where it will take you. There is no experimentation. Decide, and and damned if you are damned. Because right, I me, mean, where I am, I can't. If if Christ is not alive, I'm doomed. I tell you, yeah. if it is not true, Charlie, <laughs> it's like where I've reached. Like I cannot come back. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I cannot turn back. I'm too far. So it has to be real. Hey! I've based my life on this thing. You understand? And it's like I'm I'm, I'm giving it all. I'm giving my best shot. I'm giving it all. And I'm just banking that it is true. That Jesus is alive. Jesus is real. God is alive. Heaven is real. It is good to serve God. I'm putting my last belief on that. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> What about if it is not real? I haven't seen God before. Billy Graham. He said he was a preacher. He was a Christian. But one day, he was walking on a golf course. He's a young man. I don't think he was playing, but he was just walking there. He said he got to one of the greens in the night. And he laid down on the green. And he said, God, I will do it. Our preacher said, "Young boy. He said from that day, he never looked back. He said that when he said, I will serve God, he said, there was no sound. He said there was no, the beds continued to make the noise. The wind was blowing as it was, the leaves were moved. There was no like. God has heard it. There's something happening eternally, shaking. There was nothing. He said, but he just knew in his spirit that that was it. He was a preacher and he was destined to be a preacher forever. Most people who do well in the ministry, they decide, young, this is my line. It's a line. I say it's a line. It's a line that can be followed to its logical conclusion. And Billy Graham chose that line. He's 89 years old now. Still alive. He's preached even in Ghana. He's preached in Kumasi. He's preached all over the world. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Are you listening? You too must be able to see a tree and stand under the tree or lie down somewhere and say, Lord, from today, I belong to you. All the things they are saying, none of them, Not even one can take me out of your calling and out of your service. Not even one. I am all out. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Are you blessed today? Good. We are going. How many do you have? Persecutions. The next one. Distresses. I'm distressed distressed frustrations to be distressed is to be frustrated to be disturbed to be unhappy to be to lose your composure to be unsettled to be flustered by this whole thing can you survive going through all this Stand to your feet, everybody. Lift your hands and just thank the Lord that you are a survivor. Mamba Zandolo We give you thanks, Lord. We give you praise, Jesus. We give you thanks, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you thanks, Lord. La 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 ramandal verde Thank you, Jesus, for your great blessing. Lord, we love you, we thank you, we praise you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.